Hi, this is Yannick Taylor, host of Black Trans and Beautiful. Welcome to my new podcast, Naked Colors. I want to thank you for listening as we educate, enlighten, and guide through a clothes-free lifestyle. We are brought to you by the Naked Colors store, which can be found at Spreadshirt.com. Go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash Naked Colors, and you can find so many different types of apparel. Also... You can support this podcast by sharing. If you see it or if you hear it, share it, okay? Do that for us. And you can also support by going to patron.podbean.com slash Naked Colors where you can have access to unedited episodes, to uncut episodes, or even get episodes early. You can get a shout-out during our episode. Also, you can get special recognition. Also, you feel free to email us at nakedcolorspod at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Naked Colors Pod. If you're listening to an episode, feel free to live tweet us or email us if you have questions or if you have ideas for the next episode. So y'all live, love, and be free. Here's the latest episode concerning being a naturalist of color. Y'all live, love, and be free. Here we go. everybody. This is another installment of Naked Colors. This is your hostess with the mostest, your girl, the priestess, Johnny T, and I have a very special guest, my great friend, Jalil. Jalil, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit hey about you. Yeah, how you doing? Um, I am uh, Jalil. I am a naturist uh, slash nudist, and uh, I got into it about maybe... Gosh, maybe about six or seven years ago, actually. Um, and I started with a group in D.C., and I realized that I liked it. And there are, are quite a few functions that I've been to. And that has uh, catapulted me into having my own group uh, on Facebook, my own nude group. And we are preparing to do a, our second uh, annual nude retreat, and that will be in May in Florida. So we're all preparing for that. Now, that's not uh, coming out of my group. It's just something I'm participating in. But I do have my own uh, Facebook group uh, for nudists. Awesome, awesome. And it's nothing more than refreshing um, to meet another naturist of color. Um, Now, tell us a little bit about how you got into naturism. Oh, boy. Um, Let's see. How did I get into it? Um, I didn't know that there was a name for it. And I just know that I would walk around my, my house naked. I would be in the gym and I would, there would be no compunction about being naked until other friends started to bring it to my attention. Uh, what do you mean you showered at the gym? What do you mean you changed your clothes in the gym? What do you mean? And, um, and then I realized that I was naked. And so then I realized that there were other brothers out there who also enjoyed being naked. And, whether we were getting together intimately, I don't know how the message got to me. I think it may have started on that level where I was with someone maybe intimately and we would walk around naked and it graduated from that to him telling me about, oh, I have other friends who also do this. 
and then before you knew it, I had become a part, part of that DC group. Um, and then from there, went on to several different functions uh, that honor and celebrate being, being closed free. Awesome. And that's awesome to and refreshing to hear of another naturist and how they got into it. And many of you all know that I've been a naturist um, since I was about 14. I didn't really know what it was at the time. And um, until I got into college, that's when I really knew um, what it really was. And it took off from there. Um, now, one thing that I did want to discuss, the title of the show is Being a Naturist of Color. Um, mm-hmm. Being a Naturist of Color, um, a lot of people would deem that as, oh, my gosh, that's only a white person's thing. That's not really a black thing. Um what do you feel is now the reason why you see a lot more people of color, a lot of black people, a lot of non-people of color, interested in the naturist lifestyle or naturist way of living? You're, you're asking why there are more black and brown people who are getting connected to this? Yes, or what you may feel um, is the reason why a lot of black and brown bodies are getting more connected with it. Well, I- I think that we've always been connected to it on some level. I mean, goodness gracious, if we pull up any documentary about Africa right now, and I'm talking about places like Zimbabwe, I'm not talking about, uh, um, you know, sort of metropolitan areas. I'm not talking about that in Africa, but I'm talking about, like, more tribal and more native um, areas of Africa. And uh, you'll see that people are still walking around nude. And people still have minimal clothing and no underwear. But there's no issue around it because that's their culture. But it's not until we take that element and bring it to the United, these United States of America, the land of the free and the home of the brave, the, it's not until we bring it here that we begin to vilify that. Oh, what do you mean you're naked? Oh, no, no, you don't walk around like that. Yes, I, I appreciate that that's your culture, but please put some clothes on. Now we want to shame. And I think it also goes back to um, colonization. Um, during the European era, taking over shit, if you will, excuse my language for those with sensitive ears, we do this for many years. But um, with the things such as colonization and I would say Puritanism, you see how the whole attitude changed and oh my gosh, it's like now a lot more people are embracing naturism. And then you have some people when someone's news are leaked, it's like, oh! <gasps> Oh, my gosh, her naked pictures were leaked. And I'm like, child, okay, it's just a naked body. It's not like she's doing a, a whole mm-hmm. full-scale porn or nothing. Like, really? Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful that within the last, I want to say, several years, I have connected with naturists of color, me being a young naturist as well. Um, mm-hmm. It has been refreshing to meet other naturists of color. Um, yeah. Don't have the shame that we would as we would have back in slavery days due to how Massa and his wife would do us, you know, look at our body sizes up by our body parts and uh, do things to us to get their um, militia of slaves up and running. So, you know, I'm very grateful that we are being a little bit more woke. And it's so funny. I actually... uh, Watched and uh, watched, read an article rather um, from Ebony about um, some a, a person of color going to a naturist retreat and or mm-hmm. naturist beach and they thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. 
Now, in terms of body image, what um, and this is something I will always say. I feel that it helps you um, in the body image arena a lot. Mm-hmm. So, how has naturism helped you in your life with body image? Well, it's definitely helped me with my self-esteem. You know, I'm a man in my 60s, and so you know, my body's not sitting like it, it like it used to be, and you know, my waist is not snapped like it used to be, and so. But it's nice to know that we can move past that whole pretty, that external pretty set. And that it just becomes about being clothes free. It's about freedom. It's, being, it's about being uninhibited. It's not about being the prettiest thing in the room. It's not about having the best body in the room. Now, let, while I say that, let me also say pretty is pretty, right? So I have exactly. my own Facebook group. I have my own Facebook group. And I notice that there are some, certain guys there with with beautiful bodies and beautiful faces who get a lot more attention than those of us who don't have that. And that's okay. People are drawn to pretty. And that's okay. But the difference is that I don't feel bad about what I am presenting. And I have been in clothes environments where I felt bad about who I was presenting myself as. And I'm not talking about um, in costume. I'm talking about just walking in the, in the room as a 50-something-year-old. No, and and I understand. Uh, and there's been times um, where I've gone through that as well, where I'm like, well, if we were all naked, you know, I would feel so much better, stuff like that. Because um, to be honest, although I'm a naturalist, I don't hate clothes, but I prefer to be clothes free. I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I actually have a friend um, that I introduced to naturalism. Um, we went to Hallover Beach, and he was kind of skeptical because he didn't have the perfect body. And I told him, I said, look, your body type don't Not matter. That. Right. Yeah, exactly. And Nobody cares. One thing that has helped me um, as, I, as I am a trans person, um, it has really helped me to accept my body. Even when I, before I transitioned from male to female mm-hmm. and began the transitioning process, it has helped me to accept myself as a whole, even before I began the process and taking the hormones. It helped me to accept that body as the male form and then transitioning from male to female. Um, it helps me to accept the process that I'm going through to be the perfect person, even though I've had to fight some fetishization. Um, it's been one hell of a journey, and I wouldn't take anything mm-hmm. for it. I... um. I think there is a part of me that I am discovering in my nakedness. Um, I, I don't, oh gosh, how do I say this? Um, I have never been attracted to um, transgender women in that way. I have been attracted to their spirit mm-hmm. in, in a very, very strong way, but never been attracted to the, them in an intimate or slash romantic way until I got connected with being a nudist. And as a nudist, those trans, those trans, uh, transgender individuals that I have come across, there's been some attraction. I don't know what that's about, and I don't know what makes the difference. I don't know when I flip that switch. But there's something about being comfortable in one's sexuality as a trans person and still embracing who they are and how they came here making whatever changes they need to make to make themselves feel comfortable. 
And the fact that they feel comfortable enough to express themselves in the body they are, they are here in now, they feel comfortable enough to come around others who also want to express themselves in their own nudity. There's something stimulating about that for me. And I have a new appreciation for trans women. And I uh, agree with that. You. Are, that are nudists. That are nudists. And, and I, I agree because, um, to be honest with you, and this is something that my followers um, here on the podcast are really first time hearing, at first when I began the transition, I didn't want to really do it, uh, do, uh, do the transition because I was a naturalist, but I'm like, you know what? I can do this because I actually felt as if there were there was not enough representation of the trans community um, within the um, naturist community. But now, as I begin networking, you're seeing more and more people of all creeds and different things um, um, has like just taken off, and I'm 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 actually excited about transgender people being naturist and more transgender people being represented and coming to the forefront admitting that they are naturist and not only that but for anybody that is naturist because it helps them and allows them to do what is necessary for them to become the best person that they can be and it allows you to accept you for who you are and to be the best you that you can be. It has really, really helped me accept myself for who I am because under the surface, under all of the clothing, we're, we're all the same. And I think that that's what I see that has gotten me over that hurdle. Under it all, we all have the same issues and we're all the same. So I don't have to worry about walking into a room with my belly because he's walking around with his belly. He's not ashamed. I don't have to worry about walking into a room and worrying about um, the size of my penis. I don't have to worry about that. Oh, everybody's looking because of this out of the other. So I don't have to worry about that because nobody cares. Exactly. And speaking of that magic word called the penis, one of the many things, um, especially in naturism, um, and especially being a person of color, the first thing that I've noticed that a lot of white naturists um, will do in a naturist setting and you know what I'm about to say they will compliment you African American yeah exactly they'll say oh my when gosh you have our setting. yeah exactly they're like oh my gosh you have a nice cock or you have a nice penis and it's like okay I'm here just enjoying my naturist time and you're just ruined that yeah yeah. And I feel that sometimes some people blur the lines between exhibitionism, voyeurism, voyeurism mm-hmm. rather, and mm-hmm. naturism. And for me, mm-hmm. that can kind of cause a rift um, in it. Now, granted, it's all a natural part of the body, but I think it's the attention that's being given um, and how it's being handled. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I don't... <laughs> I have my own group, and I allow anybody uh, into the group because I don't want to make the separation. However, I do have strict rules. Mm-hmm. And if there's a certain amount of attention being given to, uh, if I see anybody making a comment like that, um, you know, they're out of the group. I've, I've put people out of the group. Um, I had a white guy in there who 
I believe, was just wanted to be a voyeur. And he just wanted to see black penis all the time. And so he would never post. And I asked him several times to post. And he would post, and then he wouldn't post again for another month or so. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you have got to post. And and then suddenly he says to me, well, I don't know how. You don't know how to post? Yeah, I don't know how to take a picture of myself. You go in the mirror and you take a picture. So that was a lame excuse. You got to go. Exactly. And those are lame excuses. And here recently, even um, on certain social networking websites for naturists, and this especially comes after this past week. I had posted some pictures and I had tailored my makeup and everything to that to commemorate the Black Panther movie that was released on the on last week on this um previous week and I advised everyone to go see that movie. I don't care what nationality ethnicity you are this is black history month black excellence please go see that movie check it out it was a great movie and i did some pictures um with the whole wakandan african theme and i did a little bit of face painting you know tribal themes like that to kind of get that artistic flow to the pictures that i was taking and however it all went haywire simply because I'm well endowed in some areas and it really just blew my mind because people were focused on the wrong thing they really were they actually started focusing on the wrong thing and they became voyeurs and I felt like I was like Josephine Baker back in the day just an exhibit because of my black yeah. body and that's why I, yeah, I don't want to be objectified by them. I don't want to be. I don't want to be objectified. But let me be clear. I don't want to be objectified in this setting at all. This is supposed to be a safe setting for me. I came into this setting because it has been a safe setting for me. And the first time it doesn't become safe, I exit. And there have been times where I've gone to a nudist affair or an event, and it didn't feel safe for me. And I turned around and walked out. Oh it yes, didn't feel safe. And I felt objectified, and that's not why I'm there. I actually had that to happen to me um, once, and um, what I did instead of leaving because I spent my good hard-earned money to go, and this was like a weekend vacation for me, um, I ended up just taking a walk on the trail, um, Mm -hmm. and I took my phone with me, and thankfully someone um, that saw what was going on said, I'm going to walk this trail with you if that's okay, that's fine. And we had a good long conversation, and they apologized to me for that person's actions. And come to find out that person had been a problematic member of that resort, had been very problematic, and then had been hence barred from that particular setting or that particular group or club. And this leads me into my next question about when someone comments on people's body parts. The genitalia, and they are so focused on what it can do, what it can't do, how big it is, you know. And I'm like, that's not what naturism is about. Um, I actually had to leave a couple of groups because people were being more so focused on certain actions, certain body parts, and being focused on what they could see and how they could get their jollies off. And I'm like, that's not what this is about. You have the group named as this, and it's a misnumber. Girl, I'm not. This is not what nephrism is about. And right, right. a lot of people 
I've gotten upset with me because I take a strong stance against, mm-hmm. you know, blurring lines sometimes. And mm-hmm. I'm like, although you make an erection sometimes um, for my people who have penises and stuff like that, or women you may be aroused, nothing wrong with that. That's natural. It's not that you're that you're looking at something in a sexual manner. It may just happen because of the wind blowing or, you know, we're hormonal people, we're sexual people. It's going to happen regardless, but it's how you handle it and make sure that the wrong attention is not being placed in the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know that that's one of the concerns when people say, you know, if I talk about going to a new beach or something like that, one of the people say, uh, people who are not naturists, by the way, and they'll say, oh, I don't think I could do that because I would get hard. Well, number one, you'd be surprised because the people that um, I'll go to these beaches, half of them you don't want to see. <laughs> so that's the first thing. Um, and that's if they're seeing it through sexual eyes, you see. Um, the other thing is that... Um, they don't, they don't, uh, it's, it's not about that. But even if there are people who get around, that's okay too. Let's just not draw attention to it. That's all. Exactly. Do not draw attention to it. And one of the things that I was reading when I first became a newbie nudist um, was if you did pop a bone or if you were aroused as a female, you know, take your towel and cover up um, or, you know, just let it naturally, you know, calm down or if it's too much to bear you know excuse excuse yourself um and you know handle that if you needed to or just jump in the water till you calm down or um put your mind somewhere else you know exactly um, uh, you know there are things that we could do there are things that we can do you know um so that we don't have to um, be ashamed or it, it can be about embarrassing i get that but yes. when we're in the right climate, we don't have to worry about being embarrassed by it. Yes, and I also think sometimes it's that adrenaline and the excitement of being close free around other people and you're nervous. It can be a combination of things that could happen. Um, you know, not necessarily you're attracted sexually to that person. Um, I mean, things do happen, you know, things do happen. Because I remember the first time I went to a naturalist resort and I was by myself, I was laying in the sun relaxed and um, I popped one and I, you know, covered myself up with my towel. And um, however, when I was talking to some gentlemen there, and this is pre, um, pre-Yanni Taylor, this was before I transitioned, um, a lot of people were like, oh my goodness, like, you don't have to cover up, that's natural. Just don't draw attention to it and don't try to flirt with it or, you know, be all pornographic, if you will, or exhibitionistic with it. So what I did... I took my excited self and went walking on the trail yet and again. So it was like, because mm. uh, I didn't want to kill yeah. the mood, and I sure didn't want to get kicked out of the resort. Right. It's never happened to me. Um, maybe it's because I'm older. I don't know. But it's never happened to me. But I have been in atmospheres where I have uh, met guys, and um, in the course of our getting to know each other, um, they they got erect, and uh, while they're getting erect, you know, I didn't think anything of it, and I I, I, I didn't draw attention to their erection. Oh my goodness, you're sitting there, you're erect right now. No, actually, it was a compliment. The fact exactly. that you can have this conversation and and you're that aroused, well, that's wonderful. But that's not what this is all about. We're just getting to know each other. And that's how I think about it. 
And I agree with you on I agree with you on that. Um, that was like um, I went to a party once a couple of years ago um, with a friend. We were celebrating Pisces birthdays. Um, big ups to Pisces season. Hello, my friends. And uh, a birthday show. So y'all had my birthday gifts with cheesecake. You're going in and out again. Sorry. Uh, it may be where I'm But again, I'm ready for my birthday because this is Pisces season. But uh, I'm joking. But um, I, I couldn't. I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry to go over. I actually went to a party once um, to celebrate mm-hmm. Pisces season. And mm-hmm. for those that know Pisces, know where my birthday is, the Ides of March. Make sure y'all have my mm-hmm. cheesecake, or we're gonna have mm-hmm. some problems. <laughs> Just kidding. Right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but um, we were at this party, and we were all sitting. It started as a pajama party for the non-nectarists. Then we migrated mm-hmm. into the nectarist party, and we all just had drinks and listening to music, and we were actually networking. It was so funny because um, a, I believe a Prince song came on. I was like, oh, this is Prince. This is my job. This is my shit. And we got the dancing and talking and playing cards and stuff, and then someone got a little bit excited, and they, of course, excused themselves Well, later on. Sadly, it did turn into a big orgy, if you will. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And me personally, I did. I, uh, you know, I felt a little bit, but then I just realized it is, you know, it is what it is. You know, I mean, it's hard take, but I'm going to try to enjoy myself. And then I've been, yeah. in other, I've been in other situations where someone has been invited and tried to make it seem something other than what it was, and they actually were asked to leave the event. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they were asked to leave the event. Um, I, you know, I have people in my group, and um, I don't allow erections in my group. Um, and anybody who does have an erection, well, first of all, I have to approve all posts. So. They don't have a chance to let anybody see it because I don't approve it. Um, because th- it takes the attention off of who and what we really are and what this is all about. And I agree. Now, as we're talking about attention, for people who have what we call the Prince Albert or the Prince Albertina, Prince uh, Albertina piercings and different body piercings, do you think mm-hmm. that um, that? Um, actually does more harm than good in the naturist lifestyle or or do you think that it is harmless? Well, I don't know. Um, I have a guy in my group who has that. Um, hold on one second. Oh, okay. And while he's holding, we're going to take a quick break. Hey, I'm back. Okay. Okay. And welcome back to Naked Colors. We're back from our break. We were discussing um, naturism and body piercing and body decorations. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I, you know, a guy just recently joined my group, and I told him what the rules were. 
Now he had he has a Prince Prince Albert, and uh, I didn't know how I felt about it because again I don't want the attention to be on his penis. And for people who are just getting into the lifestyle, they may not know the difference. And so someone coming in with this Prince Albert, the attention is going to be on that and not on being an interest. And that's a concern for me. That's a concern. So I wasn't sure how to address it with him. Anyway, I ended up just telling him about the group and the rules of the group and not to post any erection pictures and so on and so forth. And the very next day, he wants to post a picture and he posted an erection picture. Well, he tried to um, post an erection picture. Now, I, I think that for him, and dare I speak for him, but um, the attention probably has always been on his penis. And so that's probably what he's used to. And so for it not to be on his penis, um, it's probably something different. And I really understand because me as a group moderator and administrator, I do understand because I've had to, I don't want to say limit my membership, but I've had to kind of limit how many pictures would have that particular thing or have that particular mode of excitement within the group because some people would message me getting offended or some people would voice their opinion and is not what naturism is about and you know I've had to kind of explain what that is about and then some people have gotten offended but I'm like we don't want to draw attention to the wrong thing and you know there's a place for that there's a time for everything and some people get upset about that but it's like what are you really here for are you really here to get attention or are you really here to gawk and that's my thing with people getting attention and gawking wanting to give attention especially from non-people of color or white people and non-black people of color if you will well, let's be clear about something. There are also people of color who do the same thing, and, and they objectify. We objectify each other. So, let me, and not all people of none color um, are objectifying us. That's why I want to make it very clear what my group is all about, because um, we're supposed to be enjoying ourselves. We're supposed to be enjoying ourselves, and we can't do that if we are not respecting the rules. Exactly, because if you're not respecting the rules. Um, you know, nothing, nothing can be, you know, nothing can work if you're not following the rules. And right. I, I just find it crazy, crazy, crazy. And, um, well, as I think that if, if people, if people figure out what it is that they're really looking for in these groups, then they can find a group specifically for that. You can't come, I, I think it does a, it does a, a disservice to say that we want to be nudist and we want to go into a nudist group when all we want to do is be a voyeur. Well, there's Tumblr for that. Exactly. You have Tumblr, Pornhub, it's mm-hmm. all things for that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. Right. And for me personally, um, I've noticed now that um, a lot of people are yet um, trumping down the exhibitionists on, in a lot of places and Rightly so, you don't want to run an experience for somebody, especially right. 
someone who's new to it. Um, a friend and I were talking earlier this week about why a lot of young people are not involved in naturism, and they felt as if a lot of older people had taken over and had made their precedence in the naturist lifestyle. And I feel like with anybody, whatever group you're in, it all boils down to representation. And that was one of my issues uh, with any community. Absolutely. Why do you feel that it's at why why it may seem like not a whole lot of younger people, um, even in their twenties, eighteen and up, or their thirties, are not really involved in it? You said are not involved in it. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the twenties are a time of exploration. We don't know anything about ourselves in our twenties, and by the time we hit our thirties, we're just beginning to define who we are, what our interests are, what we're doing in our lives, what what the direction is in our lives. So they're not supposed to know that, I think, in their 20s and 30s. And I I, I feel you on that because really coming through my 20s and even as I'm in my early 30s, it's still a lot that I'm learning about myself. It's still a lot that I'm finding out about myself. And it's like, wow, I did not realize this about myself. And, you know, when I tell people they – when I'm getting to know someone on an intimate level and they were like, oh, so you're a naturist, how is that? And a lot of times they ask me how do I reconcile that with religion. I'm like, well, if you really study the Bible, it's not an issue with it. It's the issue of well, what, what you is, do it, with it. There's nothing that needs to be reconciled. Exactly. And I'm like, just be you, but, you know, be integral about it. Be respectful about it as well. Mm-hmm. And both are are my whole entire things with that. So, and I, I do feel that um, with um, tourism, it comes a lot of understanding and education. And sometimes people don't want to be educated about it. You know, some people just want to do something and want you to shut up and eat. The nudist lifestyle is not for everybody. The gay lifestyle is not for everybody. So those who want to know more about it because either they are that or they're interested in it with this, they're being respectful of other uh, interests and cultures, they're going to find the good parts about it. But those who don't want to see this, they will never see what we see. So I'm not trying to explain. Exactly. Now, one thing that I did want to um, talk about, um, I do get, I've been getting some fan mail, and I'm not going to call the person's name, I'm just going to call them a fan of the show, but this particular listener, um, and I want your input on this, is um, a naturist, but their significant other isn't, and due to societal and religious beliefs, she, um, his significant other feels that it is wrong. Um, and um, he's been trying to educate his significant other on what it is and is not what it means. Um, for someone who is a naturist and that ha- may have a mate that is not into it or that deems it wrong, what would be your advice to them? Um, and I'm going to let you go first, then I'm going to chime in with my input. What, what would you advise um, to that person? Or, you know, the person edu- thinks that it's wrong? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it lends itself to what I was saying before. If you think, first of all, we're not even going to be together if you think it's wrong. Now, if it's not your thing, 
that's different. But if you're telling me that it's wrong, well, there's an issue right there. We're not evenly yoked. Mm-hmm. Now, if you say that this is not your thing and you prefer I not do it, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to invite you to a, a, to a uh, to an event. See if I can open your mind. If I can't invite you to an event, I'm going to give you as much information about it as possible so that you know the difference and that you realize that this is not a sexual thing. Now, I'm just trying to get you comfortable with it. It's just it's called affinity. I'm just trying to get you comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to necessarily recruit you. I want to respect you for where you are, and I want you to respect me for where I am. But if the word wrong comes out your mouth, we don't need to move any further. Exactly. And it, I think it's because it may, from the letter that they sent me, it may be causing some friction. And... um I'm like this. Um, I understand that it's your significant other, and it may be causing friction. You may need to examine: is it something deeper um, in your relationship? Is it something else that may be a root as to why your that significant other is combative? Now, I did advise them to educate the significant other um, and let them uh, give them some pamphlets and materials that will, you know open up their understanding. However, I've learned something. You can't make people understand. You can't make people accept what they don't want to accept. That's right. So if you have to do things on your own or that means, God forbid, that that relationship or marriage is not going to work, you know, you may have to, you would have to evaluate your decision. But to me, if it sounds like you're made, is not really wanting to listen or at least, you know, hear you out. It may be a deeper issue within the relationship or marriage, in my opinion. So I'm not a relationship expert. I don't claim to be, but um, from experience, that's what it sounds like. Well, I have my own movement that's connected to relationships. I'm a social worker, and I've done counseling, I've done therapy, and so there is something to be said about a person that's not comfortable in their own skin and and with their own sexuality. Mm -hmm. I think it's okay to have a healthy curiosity or uh, uh, contrary views on something. I think it's very different, again, than saying that something is wrong. Because now you're judging. And when we judge, we also shame. And when we're in a relationship, we're not in a, we're in a relationship to uplift each other, not to shame each other. If we are at the point where we are shaming each other, this does not need to continue. And I agree. If it's coming to where it's shaming, and to the person that sent me this letter, if you're listening to this podcast, um, not to if you're listening, if it comes to where you're feeling ashamed, then you may need to you may need to leave that situation. Um, it may be hurtful, but sometimes you have to liberate yourself in order to get to a higher place to get to where you are comfortable. Because I guarantee you, there's somebody out there for you at the end of the day. That's right. You do not have to put up with anybody who tries to make you feel better about anything that you do because you came that way. You came I mean, that way. It's a part of the package. And, you know, I actually dealt with that from a significant other. Um, 
they felt like, oh, I would rather just be, you know, naked around you. I don't feel comfortable around other people. But what I found out was they were doing other things with other people. So I ended up having to cut that relationship short right then and there. And um, there, and I'm, I have been um, researching, and there are some relationships to where one person in the partnership is a naturalist, one isn't, and they have that mutual respect for each other and make the relationship work. It's not a judging, it's not a putting down, it's not a condemning. And I think a lot of times when people do that, it comes from societal norms that have been placed, religious norms, different things like that that can really be harmful um, if you allow it. You know, I, I'm single, and there could be a chance that there could come a day where I meet someone who's not out not paying with this. I'm fully prepared for that. Mm-hmm. I'm fully prepared for that. Like I said, I will do the best I can to bring him information. I will ask him what the limitations are. I'll let him know what this leads to me. And I will govern myself accordingly. I will govern myself exactly. but I will not allow anyone to shame me. Exactly. Never ever let anyone shame you. And, um, you know, um, going back to a, um, a previous episode that I did, actually the last episode that I did of this, um, we were talking about being single and naturist and how there's oftentimes a, a stigma, especially with single men, um, because, you know, sometimes single men are looked at as lurkers and are perverts. Not all single men, but you have some that are just looking for love. Um what are your thoughts on some of the resorts or some of the policies against single men visiting them or they have to be accompanied by a female? Well, like what? Like you um, said like, Yes, or different nudist groups and resorts. Mm, I don't want to be a part of anything that doesn't accept me fully and completely for who I am. I'm a gay man. I'm gay. I am a gay male, period, the end. If you can't accept me, or if I need to have a dog or a cat with me before I can enter, then I don't want to be a part of that. Exactly. And, I, I, honestly, and honestly, I think those rules are unreasonable. I understand that they are doing it to, quote, unquote, protect some of the members and stuff, but I really think the reason for that um, and I think also with them saying that all single males um are perverted, are looking for love, or just on the prowl, that's just wrong and stigmatizing and stereotyping. Well, it's unfair. It definitely is unfair. It is very unfair. It's very unfair. unfair. Because, because it's like you're, you're leaving people out because of actual social norms. It's okay for a single female to come, but no one's looking at the fact that she may be the prowler, she may be the predator, if you will. But I've never seen that. Seen as that for some reason. Yes, and I think it's all about how society. It all also deals with gender roles. It, I really do feel like it deals with gender roles, and we have to break these gender stereotypes, these gender roles in society, especially when it comes down to naturism. I'm okay with the roles as the individual defines them. Uh-huh. I'm okay with that. I am more of the feminine energy. I embrace that. 
in myself. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are certain things I do and certain things I don't do. Not because I was taught, because it's rude, or because I'm so engaged. Let me give you a very small example of what I'm talking about. Um, my brother was dating a woman who had kids, and her little boy wanted to roughhouse one day, and I happened to be around. So he's going to the mail. He's, uh-huh. he's, going, he's going to the mail. And he's roughhousing, and they're playing with him a little bit. You know, they're older, so they're not being really rough with him, but they're not playing with him a little bit. And then he comes over to me, and I just stared at this little boy. And I, I don't roughhouse. I call it the feminine energy. You don't see women doing that kind of thing. You don't see the females doing that kind of thing. And I, I, I equal, I, I, I can't make the correlation between feminine energy and female right now because I think it's easiest to receive. But in no way am I saying that I'm a female. And there is exactly. a clear difference between, there's a very clear difference between the feminine energy and a female. So I'm not saying that, but I'm only saying in, in order to, so it be received, little boys don't necessarily, unless they don't have barriers, go through grown females and try to roughhouse with them. Exactly. Let's do that with them. Yeah. And that's fine. I don't want to take anything away from that little boy. Just don't come up here. And suddenly, the whole room went silent. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. I forget the little boy's name. Look, let me call him Timmy. Look, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. So, n- not there. Not there. Don't, don't go over there. You see? Exactly. I'm, o- I'm okay with my role as a feminine energy. I'm quite all right. I completely embrace it. And there's... And I believe there's that sh- that all should embrace all of them, which is what naturism is about. And for me personally, I would call myself too spirited. Um, mm-hmm. Although I don't roughhouse, I can be firm in nature, but mm-hmm. I can yet be nurturing at the same time. So mm-hmm. it, it depends on what the situation is, what's going on mm-hmm. at the same time. So. I try to make sure that there is also a balance as well. And that's just right. me personally. And I'm guessing it's the Pisces in me. I can't help that. So, so, but I, I do feel that it is um, crucial that, um, especially in the naturist setting, that we get rid of societal norms because naturism in itself goes against a societal norm. It's not deemed normal. It's all, always called an alternative lifestyle. But it is a societal norm. It's just not this societal norm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. And Jalil, again, before we end this podcast, I do want to say thank you. Thank you so much um, for just being a part of this discussion on tonight. I, I really do appreciate it. Um, were there okay. any other I so appreciate it. You are quite welcome. Were there any other thoughts that you may want to share? Well, anybody, any one of your audience members who is interested in joining my Facebook group, I cannot tell you the name of the group, and so I, because I want to protect the identities of those who are in the group. And so what I do, I do a couple of things. Number one is if you're not posting, you're out of the group. You bring, I usually give you two warnings to post. If you don't post at that point, I let you out. And number two is I change the name of the group every so often. Nothing wrong protect, with that. Right. And this is to protect the members. So if anybody is interested in becoming a part of my 
group. They can contact me, Jalil Humphrey. They can contact me personally. I will send them the rules. They have to acknowledge the rules. And then from there, we will work on getting them into the group. So I'm happy to do that. J-A-L-E-E-L. Last name is Humphrey. And, um, and they'll be able to find me. And if it's okay with you, I if you if you like, I can list your information and the podcast information as well. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. And his information will be below. Um, also, if you are listening to this podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at Naked Colors Pod. Also, we do we do have a like page on Facebook now. It's Facebook dot com forward slash Naked Colors Pod, and we do have our own online store on Spreadshirt. Just type in shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash Naked Colors. We have mugs, aprons, different types of attire available. And if you are listening to this podcast, share it. If you see it, share it. Also, you can catch us on our Patreon that I share for all of my podcasts. Um, this is patreon.com forward slash BTV podcast. Also, uh, I do also have a patron link um, via Podbean that I am sharing. It's patron.podbean.com forward slash Naked Colors. So that's the ways that you can support and help keep this podcast going. And if you ever need advice or just want to comment on something, you can tweet us or email us at nakedcolorspod at gmail.com. But please be respectful. And again, Jalil, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Suhar. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to actually see you in person so that we can actually do something together. We have yet to get together. I've yes. wanted to get together with you for a while. And if we can go to a new beach or something like that, let's do it. You know what? I am um, I tell you what. Um, call me once we get off off this podcast, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Y'all, We I have known Jalil for a few years, actually. A few years now, um, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And with my crazy schedule, sometimes it's hard for us to meet up because I'm such a busy person. But in the near future, I look forward to meeting Jalil and we actually hanging out. Um, I understand there are a lot of things going on within this year um, that will allow me to actually meet up with him. So I'm very excited. And we are going to, again, have to connect Outside of this podcast, I do have a link to an entry to an article that I wrote concerning beaches that you can visit within the United States. So feel free to check that out and please share it. Remember, if you see it, share it. Support us on our Patreon pages that have been notated. You can find those in the description box. And don't forget to give us reviews on Apple Music. So um, that's all that I have. So you all love loving me free. I love you all. And naked hugs. That's all I really have. And you love loving me free. Naked Colors Podcast is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Please follow us on Twitter at Naked Colors Pod. You can also email us at nakedcolorspod at gmail.com. Remember, if you see it, share it. We love you and naked hugs.